This episode is going to be a little bit different than my other episodes. Hopefully, you guys come back to this episode whenever you have a rainy day, a bad day, and it's just really hard to feel more hopeful and see the light at the end of the tunnel. The idea for this podcast episode was from this art piece. It's a piece that you can go see in the Lou Museum. I can't even say it. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's in Paris, France. It's honestly such a beautiful statue. If you look it up, it's of this female with her wings. And they found her broken. They had to like patch her back up. But millions and millions of people go to this one museum to see this statue. And I think it's just a really nice reminder that there's beauty in things that are broken. Things that are falling apart that aren't in their most optimal perfect state it's nice to think about yourself in that way and it's inevitable that i'm going to have ups and downs and in my down moments i'm not going to be the best version of myself i might be a horrible person to others or to myself i might not make the best decisions i might look like a complete mess and i might not have my shit together but there's still beauty there acceptance and love and people are still willing to be there for me and love and care for me and i should do the same for myself like after hearing about this it was just so comforting in a way with that being said the ups and downs being inevitable are part of your journey and this is a belief that i have not everyone's going to believe in the same thing but i truly believe that what's meant for you will happen to you so you just can't miss it no matter what you do to avoid it you are going to end up in the place that you're supposed to be and that by itself is comforting in so many ways you are going to get what you're meant to have and what you're meant to experience no matter how hard or how little you fight it also it's comforting in that if something doesn't work out for you you can say hey like i gave it my all and for some reason that i cannot fathom or understand it is not meant for me and it's meant for somebody else there's so many things so much happening in this world it's so hard to even you know think about it sometimes because it's like the millions of people being born today the millions of people getting married today in this very second the millions of people getting into car crashes in this very second like there's so much going on and there's room for everyone to experience whatever they're meant to experience and to have whatever they're meant to have so sometimes when you're forcing yourself to get something that you're not meant to have you're throwing away time and energy that you could have saved for something else being able to let go and not waste your time in fighting for something that's not meant for you that is also really nice and a good reminder to sometimes step away and be like hey like is this really what i want is this really what's meant for me yes there are going to be hard moments and yes some things aren't going to come easy but still are meant for you but remember like you will not miss what is supposed to be for you And I was thinking about this even more. If what's supposed to happen to you happens to you, it helps a lot with not having to compare yourself to other people. Comparison is something that we naturally do, unfortunately, and it's a very painful, self-sabotaging thing. 
unfortunately. And this whole idea of comparison literally being the thief of joy. I know that's such a overused saying. It's so cliche, but it's really so true. It reminded me of this quote that one of my friends had posted on his story. And I saved it because I loved it that much. I don't know who said this. I have no idea where it comes from. Envy is inversely correlated with self-examination. The less you know yourself, the more you look to others to get an idea of your worth. But the more you delve into who you are, the less you seek from others. And the dissolution of envy begins. I stinking love that. We don't know ourselves enough. We don't know what we're meant to have. We don't know what the world wants to use us for and what we're supposed to be used for. That is a really unique and lucky thing to have. If you had your entire life planned out, life would be pretty boring and mundane and like what else do you have to look forward to? In this case, not knowing what comes next is pretty exciting. Also at the same time, not knowing what comes next means that you don't know yourself that well. You don't know what your true strengths are and your true weaknesses are. So that means your jealousy, your comparison is going to be high because you're going to look to others and be like, hmm, maybe that's what I'm supposed to be doing or why aren't I doing what others are doing or why aren't I at the same place or haven't I achieved the same things as somebody else. I Hopefully just the idea of that makes somebody out there feel a little bit better. And I just wanted to bring up two last reminders. These are just things that sometimes when I think about it, it makes me feel way better whenever I'm having a bad day. And it's how insignificant we are, how insignificant our day-to-day lives matters problems are in the grand scheme of things. Just think about how much has happened before humans came. Your boyfriend, girlfriend breaking up with you, you having to pay for a parking ticket, you're feeling, you know, left out from a friend group, whatever it is, all of those problems, so, so little. It's basically like a period in a giant book. And that could be so nice to know. It really doesn't matter. Because our little tiny dumb human brains can only fathom and comprehend so much, we think that our day-to-day lives is everything. We think humans and what we do and our systems are everything. But no, there's literally so much that came before us. There's so much that's going to come after us. Even in our systems right now, yes, we touch a lot of things. We affect a lot of things. But there's so much that we don't know that we don't know. There's so many animals, creatures, areas on the earth that we've never seen before that are just living and existing and doing their own thing. We're not even a part of it. There's so much more to just our lives. And another reminder is that your worth and your value isn't closely tied to what you produce, the things that you do for others, the things that you put out in society. You don't have to do anything to be worth anything. You're not worth less than somebody who has been the president of the United States, who has landed on the moon, because our existence systems are so small in comparison to the grand scheme of the entire universe. Like, do you think that before this galaxy was even created, like, it mattered who landed on the moon? 
no i don't think anybody really cared and right now many of us don't even care how the universe even started in the grand scheme of things not that significant so we are not tied to our production on top of that that would mean you know trees water the things that keep us alive animals that we love your dog your cat whatever they're worth nothing because they're producing nothing technically right but no they actually mean a lot to a lot of us i stinking love my dog i miss her every day i'm in new york and she doesn't do damn shit she just hangs out and eats and shits and i clean up her freaking poop like a peasant and she is the queen of the home she has a lot of value to me but she does not produce anything and i think we should look at ourselves the same way where we don't really have to be doing much to mean anything to have value remember that I don't know why you exist. I don't know why I'm existing today. I just know that we're here, that you and I are here somehow, some way, shape, or form. And that should mean at least something. That we somehow, both of us, have gotten so lucky that we dodged all bullets. And let me tell you, there are so many bullets that we have to dodge every single day, second, just to be alive, just to exist. So that that has to mean something. And that must mean that we are of some type of value. And I know this is kind of contradictory, like the idea of being valuable for not doing anything, but also not meaning anything. It's very contradictory, but it's almost true in a way. There are a lot of things, and I'm not going to go into this, but like there's a lot of things in life because it's so complicated that are true, but at the same time false. And this is one of those examples. It just depends on the perspective you decide to take. Both of them again, are correct. It's so insane that we are existing right now. Like Sometimes I think about this. So many things can go wrong in a day. There could be a terrorist attack. There could be a bombing. Someone could accidentally set off something and the whole building would burn. I could have walked into the street and gotten hit by a car. You could have caught a virus. I don't know. So many things could happen to you, but it didn't happen, and that's why you're here. And we just gotta remember that. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully there's some comfort in that. Just to like add the very cherry to the top of this podcast episode, I also wanted to bring up some concrete things to add on to not only just like thoughts that you should think about ideas you should think about to make you feel a little bit better today and in this very moment or in the future moments when you know things aren't working your way there are a few things that you know i really like doing when i have a bad day that do make me feel better and just a few things that you can do as a reminder that not everything is completely bad in this world there are good things even in really dark moments So here are a list of things. So first, getting a massage. I have had very, very bad mental breakdowns, very, very bad days, but I scheduled a massage. My family scheduled a massage with me and it did me wonders. I felt great. I cried on the massage chair, which is pretty embarrassing. And I'm pretty sure the masseuse, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she knew because she had to like clean up the room afterwards and like there was literally a puddle of water on the ground. It like pushed out all the stress, made my body feel a little bit better. I also love watching videos of people going through the tough moments that I'm going through. So whatever problem I'm going through, I'll look it up 
and I'll watch somebody cry about it. Or if you can't find a video, find someone to talk to that has gone through the same thing you've gone through and vice versa. That is really comforting to know that you're not alone. Something else I really love doing is to revisit or connect with childhood things. So going through really old photo albums of myself or my family members and visiting restaurants that I used to go to when I was younger. Like I used to go to El Pollo Loco every week with my dad for some reason. I also used to bike with my dad and have really long conversations. So whenever I bike or go to El Pollo Loco, it's like a very nostalgic and homey feeling. So that's something that I can do or would do if I were going through a really tough time. It also really helps to move. This one's pretty, you know, overused already, but not just like going to the gym, but taking your dog on a walk, going on a walk in general. Dancing really helps if you just dance in your room. I love doing that when nobody's looking. It makes me feel really, really good. I also really like to make things with my hands. Being able to do things with your hands, whether it is baking, pottery, painting, that's so therapeutic. Take a second, I don't know, sketch something, write down how you feel like doing something with your hands can really do the job sometimes. And also watching feel-good family-esque movies. Here are some of my favorites that I've been loving. Notting Hill is a really good rom-com. Oh my god, that one just like makes your heart feel really good. Sing Street is a really good one. The beginning is a little bit rough, but then the end ends really sweetly. I also loved Begin Again, seeing the animation. One and two are both really good. And Love Actually, I know it's more of a Christmassy film, but that one's a really good rom-com in general. I also like to volunteer, give something, do something for somebody else. It could be small or big, whether it is cooking for somebody, doing chores for your family. It's not only like the act of just doing something for others makes you feel good, but it's like seeing their reaction sometimes. It's really nice. Also, if you don't want to watch movies, you can, I'm getting all over the place, but if you don't want to watch movies and you want to watch something a little bit shorter, there are really good feel-good videos online on YouTube. I really like to watch surprise videos like proposals or pregnancy announcement videos when military family members surprise visit somebody else puppy cat gift videos the videos where you know family members give other family members or friends a puppy or a cat during like christmas or birthdays those ones make me so happy those videos are really good reminders that not everything is shitty right now and at least a few people in this world are having a good day and that means something. And last two things that I really like to do to just make myself feel good and hopefully you try these things too is just to treat yourself to your favorite food or drink. Just let yourself like really enjoy that one thing that you really like. I also really like to go somewhere with nature that's super calming and relaxing and I lied there's one last thing that you could do to make yourself feel a little bit better and it is writing a letter to your younger self but in the point of view where you're trying to tell yourself all of the things that have happened 
that you've accomplished, the good things that made you feel really good that you probably couldn't have expected when you were younger. If you do that, it'll help put into perspective all the things that change for the better, the good, or even the worse, and just kind of reflecting on all the things you couldn't have imagined. You're actually in a better place and maybe your younger self would look to you as, you know, pretty successful and like you couldn't have imagined all these things would have happened to you. And in this point in time right now, you won't be able to imagine all the amazing, crazy things that will happen in the next couple of years, tomorrow, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyways, I hope this video helps somebody out there. I know there are some days when it just feels like there's no way out. Hopefully this podcast episode helps you kind of find that perspective.